Sometimes you see a movie and then weeks later try to remember what happened in it. Welcome to episode 64 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film Jurassic World Dominion. this film other than i didn't know bryce dallas howard's in it i haven't seen a trailer well she's in the first two bra and we did the second right <laughs> she was first steps she did the second right she was in the second first in the second but i, I, I saw the first yeah. heard about the second right she never loses her high heels holy shit that was a long time ago though you'll have to forgive me also i have completely lost the ability to remember anything in uh, life, yeah so. so i saw this movie two weeks ago yeah. And I didn't know what was happening during. As mm-hmm. I told you, I sure as hell don't know what's happening now. Uh, to yeah. want our audience to know where I'm coming from, which is from an abyss of nothing. Um, That's a pure place. It's a place of pure discovery. Okay. I think it's important to set the stage from the last film, which... As none yeah, of us recall. Yeah, that would help because I, I don't know anything. <laughs> so, in short, Bryce Dallas Howard, Chris Pratt, they're together. They're in love. Wait, can I interrupt? Sorry. You might have to do this part again. This is the third of these movies. Correct. Yes. There was Jurassic uh, World, and then there yeah. was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which we did on this show. <laughs> yes. And Allegedly. Now we are here with Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. So, but their original was also three. The There was Jurassic Park 1, 2, and 3, right? Yes, yes. but I've only seen one. I've seen enough. one and two? I saw three. Is it reasonable to assume, or is this completely out the window, that this will also be a set of three, and that this is the final in the th- in the in the second trilogy? That's what, or is that that's just... what has been stated. Who knows? That's what's been stated. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a little look at the box so, office. So, so it's well, fair for the, for, for the diehard fan to go into this expecting some sort of conclusion to the trilogy. Yes. Okay. Which is maybe why we need to set the stage primarily for the second one, but also potentially for the first one. <laughs> <laughs> or just, you know, for fundamentals that were set up, basically, is what I'm saying. All we what really, I'm saying is yeah. that my long-term memory is completely shot, <laughs> and I'm going to require assistance okay. as in a the, handicapped individual. In the first film, Bryce Dallas Howard was working at a reconstituted theme park, Jurassic Park, or Jurassic World. Yes. And Chris Pratt was working there as a wrangler, like as a... I remember this now. Yeah. And I, I think it's also job. important. I think it's also important to clarify that this reconstructed park is on the same island as the original park, Isla Nublar. <laughs> yes. This is very important. Isla Nublar, which I believe was in the Caribbean somewhere, um, but undiscovered. Correct. A bit of a secret island. Yeah. In the Triangle, probably. So, okay, here's the highlights of what we need to remember from the second movie. She That park was destroyed again, and she became... Cool. 
uh, like a dinosaur preservation society, like almost vigilante. BDH. Abandoning her high-heeled steez. Yeah, BDH. And okay. he still was wrangling, and his main companion was Blue. <laughs> his velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that was his area of expertise. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, well, we also... <laughs> he went to university for, he got a bachelor of velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. And what we also learned was that uh, Richard Lockwood, or Benjamin Lockwood, who was one of the founders of the original park, had what was presented as a granddaughter. And then we found out that she was actually a clone of his deceased daughter. Uh, sorry, Benjamin Lockwood was the old dude in the first... Not Richard Attenborough, but another guy. Right. He was Richard Attenborough, whose character's name was John Hammond. We find out he was John Hammond's longtime partner on many different business ventures. And he was played by James Cromwell. But But he was never never in the the original. It was played by Cromwell. I remember Cromwell. Okay, all right, I'm with you. Now I'm remembering, by the way, the second film, us doing it on the podcast. (laughs) She (laughs) was... was Yes, correct. <laughs> There's a black market situation in this one as well. Um, it's not the only film that we have done with an auction. In fact, it was a re- anyway. Please continue. It's all coming back to me now, like yeah. the song. So the, yeah, those are really the main things. She's a clone. That's the status of BDH and Chris Pratt. They broke up for a bit, got back together in the end of two, and uh, also in the end, much to Jeff Goldblum's trepidation they let dinosaurs like roam they were released to roam free in the wild that seems like a really bad idea i'm with goldblum uh, as usual but specifically on that (laughs) yeah so that's the status coming into three he goes to congress and he's like guys you gotta let this right because the island is gonna explode there's a volcano that's gonna burst to take the island down and he's like guys you gotta let the dinosaurs die like this is time to wrap this up. And <laughs> yeah. BDH is all like, save the dinosaurs and the whales. And then at the end, as Sam said, yeah, the the animals get off the island. The dinosaurs get off the island. And then <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's like, well, I guess we now live in a world where uh, dinosaurs and humans have to make, work it out. <laughs> yeah, like, wasn't my first choice, but uh, here well, we are. Here we are. Yeah, it's like jumping ahead. This m- number three has, it has dinosaurs, like they're present. Oh, good. Good. But the plot has almost nothing to do with dinosaurs. Wow, the independent clause at the beginning of that sentence really didn't give me the best feeling for what was coming later. Are there any lightsaber battles in Jurassic World Dominion? Yeah, obviously. I don't right? know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there are old characters, I've noticed, on the poster. We yeah, they're all back. All the OGs are back. back again, of course, but also Laura Dern and uh, Sam Neill. Yeah. So okay, let's just let's just get into it. Um, okay. So the Jurassic World just, Dominion, no colon. Yeah. Okay. So just to no, like colon. Mine has a colon. Well, You're right. Yours colon, has a colon debatable. Colon. Okay, but this film features two threads. One is the OG people thread, and one is the new G people thread, and ultimately they converge. So we'll be going back and forth between those circumstances, if you'll allow it. I like it. Yeah, I'll allow it. Uh. And can you remind me, who is a? There is this girl who it turns out is a human clone. 
And it's uh, Cromwell's granddaughter. Yeah. But it turns out not technically the biological granddaughter because she is a clone of the daughter. Yes. Now dead. And what's that girl's name? Maisie. Is that Zia? Oh, Maisie. Maisie Lockwood. Maisie Lockwood. Maisie Played Lockwood. by Isabella okay. Sermon. All right. Okay. We're supposed to know her because she was in two. Yes. She doesn't have superpowers or anything, though. No, but she just oh. has, uh, like, unique DNA that scientists would want to mine if they had her. They put a little blue in there. I, I thought they did. I remember thinking this. I remember thinking this in the last <laughs> podcast too. I don't think it's that. Okay. I think it's like whatever was done to her might have been done to Blue, but separately. I don't think there's a cross human dino. That, that's not part of it. I see. It's more the science that made her. Yeah. Is interesting. Yeah. Her skeleton okay. is coated in pure adamantium. <laughs> her midichlorian count is through the roof. Her skull. Okay. Is encrusted in unobtainium. Okay, this is probably going to take 10 minutes because, like I said, I I don't know. Okay, so uh, it starts four years after number two. So dinosaurs, like we discussed, are living free, but some of them are not playing nicely and uh, are attacking humans. Hmm. And so this new genetics company called Biosyn Genetics creates a preservation in the Italian mountains where they're trying to house all the dinosaurs and also do genetic research and, like, pharmacological advancement through what they can learn from the dino DNA, led by Campbell Scott. Oh, I love Campbell Scott. Um, yeah, he's also cool. in everything these days, just absolutely everything. Like what? Uh, Welcome back. Uh, we, we went back to, we crashed to try to finish it and he's in that. Oh, I forgot he was I don't in know. that. I just feel like, every, I feel like every time I turn around, he's in something. Well, I love him. I find him very handsome. Yeah, me too. Yep. He has a way about him, like, mm-hmm. uh, his sort of brooding look that he does. It's a good, it's a good look. Um, he'd be a welcome addition on succession. He could roll in there. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my God. He sl- would slot right in there. Yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, BDH and like her team from number two are still working for this protection group and like breaking into illegal breeding sites and freeing different dinosaurs. That's their kind of crusade. So she wholeheartedly and her organization wholeheartedly believe that dinosaurs have every right to simply roam the United States like a world like a bear or in the world like a bear or a snake yes and but that these breeders shouldn't monetize it or right like dabble with the dna construction or whatever the hell they're trying to do it should just be like naturalistic right because they're always trying to be like a big a big plot in probably the previous two movies was let's breed them as weapons let's make them weapons for the military or or whatever right yeah, and the, I, some of these, like, private breeders, I think, are just trying to sell them as, like, magisterial pets. Okay, so, like, a Joe Exotic. You're yeah. Joe Exotic types. Yeah. Free and Joe Exotic. They're, they're against that. Um, so, yeah, she's busting into places, freeing dinosaurs. Uh, Chris Pratt is still a wrangler. His thing, I don't know who he works for, but his thing is, like, trying to fr- find strays. 
like bring them back to their compounds or owners or whatever. Um, Ooh, they it's like live, a bounty hunter. Kind of, yeah. But like none of this really is that relevant. Uh, Great. Yeah. <laughs> are they? Are they? Are they ideologically opposed then? Because like in BDH's mind, there are no such thing as strays. That's just living free. That's not a discussion. They're on the same page. They live in this remote cabin in NorCal. They have taken Maisie Lockwood, the clone, as their ward. Um, <laughs> and they've been preventing her from leaving the cabin for four years. She's, I guess, 14 oh. now and is very what? restless and angry because it's like E.T. style. They're like, if you were found, they would do uh, science experiments on you. Oh, my God. Wow. That adds a layer. <laughs> Yeah, she's so like, like cabin uh, in the woods. Yeah, so like all the backstory of their jobs, it doesn't really matter. It's more of this parental thing, which is the driving force of the movie. Okay, uh, it also makes me think of Hopper hiding eleven in a cabin in Stranger Things. Yes, mm-hmm. God, he got hot. Okay, uh, I won't get distracted. <laughs> but yeah, Russian prison Love really Love Hopper. great benefit. Uh, okay, so they've, they're they raising her, but they don't want her to go into town. She keeps sneaking into town. She sees some dino activity and comes back and is like, where the hell have you been? You know you're not supposed to leave. And she's like, you're not my real parent. So it's that teen angst pushback situation. Mm-hmm. 14, you said. Yeah. Tough age. Um, and in particular, they think Biosyn, the Campbell Scott company, would want to dive into her DNA. Uh, and so we see because, these. I'm sorry. Because why? Because she has this. She's a clone. But so is every di- Like They learned how to do cloning in 1993 in the original but, Jurassic Park. We all saw. On human. I don't know. It's the next. Well, why is that impressive? Next. I don't know. Okay. Well, just, I do know later, but I don't know if they know it yet. When I, I don't know if they okay. know what I know, so I'm not sure. But they want her, or they fear that they want her as an investigative just, resource. Wow, this is just, it's starting to feel like a science film. And <laughs> so many Jurassic Parks do have this as a major, I mean, less less and less so as the movies have gone on. I grant, become a little bit more about Chris Pratt and Blue fucking... <laughs> Chumming it up, vibing. Yeah. <laughs> just vibing it here, boy. But there is always this like I don't know cloning stuff in these movies. I just okay, all yeah, right. But they I'll want her. But it. yeah, there is a moment they where someone says like, "How do you clone. like? How could you train the raptors?" He's like, "You had to develop a relationship of mutual respect." Like he really does mean that he has a vibe with Blue. Speaking of Blue's around, and Blue okay. Blue shows up and arrives with. Now, I'm using the quote from the wiki, an asexually reproduced hatchling. Mm-hmm. Sit mm-hmm. on that for a second. So somehow Blue has birthed a child that Maisie names Beta without having an insemination procedure. So it's a Jesus dinosaur. Yeah. Stay with it. This is a major plot point. I'm um, staying with it. So then we see these... I recall from the book, the original OG book, when they do a count in the park, they like count up all the dinosaurs. There's like way more dinosaurs yeah. than they cloned. And they're like, what the fuck? And don't they remember? They, they're like, oh shit, we messed up the recipe. 
And I think don't uh, some of those dinosaurs breed asexually? Oh really? Like don't certain reptiles do this? Or amphibians, and they mixed a little bit of that reptiles. De- they used a bit of that. Let's say it's a newt or something. Yeah. They used a bit of that in their soupçon of newt. Yeah, in their uh, in their, their pate or their dinosaur pate. In their in amber extraction barbasol can. <laughs> yeah, and then they were like, "Oops, oh crap! Our dinosaurs can reproduce. Pop, just pop them out." Yep. Watch so, Boo do it. Well, I don't know science, and uh, I think we all know that, and I'm going to display that throughout so this, this discussion. So Blue's around in the sense that they yep. live in the yep. in the wilderness, and she just is like comes back sometimes, but also lives in the wilderness. Yeah, it's like the cat that by. lives in your yard. Like, they're your cat, or it's your cat, but they don't come inside. So they come and she go goes freely. away long enough to lay an egg. And then that egg to turn into a sizable dinosaur. And then she comes back. She's like, look what I did. Yes. Didn't even bone down. (laughs) Correct. But we see these uh, lurking men spying on all of this. And because Maisie went into town, they were able to identify her and follow her back to the cabin as BDH and Chris Pratt feared. They report back to Campbell Scott. Like, we've got eyes on her. And ultimately, on, I think, a bridge, they, like, lure her and Beta onto the bridge, close it off, and kidnap both of them. Kidnap Maisie and Blue, or, and Beta. And these just being your standard issue um, military mercenary goon types. Yeah. So Campbell Scott, the only thing you've said about him so far is that he has like a preserve slash lab. And he's like a cajillionaire. He's like a Musk, Bezos, but instead of doing space venturing, this is his thing. So he's doing this thing, and he presumably is interested in the cloning aspect because he's interested in the in profiting from dinosaurs in general. Yeah, he's interested in a lot of things. We'll get to some of the other ones soon. Um, And so uh, Blue is, like, wailing, and Chris Pratt makes some really deep eye contact with Blue and promises, I'm going to bring him back. I'm going to bring Beta back. They basically, like, lock eyes and affirm it, and... Blue kind of settles, like doesn't go on a rampage. It's like, cool. Like, I believe you, Chris Pratt. And he and BDH go on their way to try and track them down. So they saw this kidnapping occur. This all happened in front of they, them? They caught wind of it, like, moments later. Okay. Cut. Well, he's now, yeah. he's, he's sworn an oath. <laughs> yeah. He's sworn an oath to Blue. Correct. So actually, I don't remember when this happens, but I'll just say it before I forget. Um, there's like a handoff of blue of Beta and Maisie, and there's this courier pilot named Kayla who she's doing like her own uh, handoff at the same site, and she sees Maisie kind of being like tugged into this vehicle. Like she knows something's not right, and she could intercept or speak up, but she doesn't, and we'll come back to that. Okay. Hmm. okay. Like not she, in she, the not at the cabin, but like the next step of the of the transportation. And Kayla was there doing her own mission, her own logistics, but she works for BIOS and She's a freelancer, but yeah, that was her gig at the time. Okay. Okay. Uh okay. Now cut to this other situation. I 
I'm going to say it's the Midwest where these crops are attacked by locusts and like the whole farm is destroyed. And uh, Ellie Sattler, Laura Dern, is called into it to take a look scientifically. Yes. yes. Let's and go. So she observes the train and she's like, there's a, this one patch of crops that was unscathed. What, like, what's that? What's different from those crops versus the ones that were destroyed? And she learns from the local farmers that the ones that were untouched were biosyn made crops. Interesting. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> dino crops. Oh, dino. Dino. Uh, not even dino, just like ec- extra gooder crops. So she mm. shows up uh, at Sam Neill's dig where he's doing his paleontology thing. Um, seems like there's some tension. They haven't seen each other in a long time. I haven't seen the second or the third movie, so I don't know if they've ever fornicated. But it seems like if they hadn't, they at least wanted to. They're not really in two or three. Oh. I see. As I recall. Do they fornicate so in I... one? No. No. So there's no. just a long gestating sexual tension. The best kind. My favorite kind. So he's single. The best kind. As, you know, expositionally they discuss, she's divorced, she has two kids, but she's now newly single as well. So that's their status. She explains the situation and uh, asks him to join her in her investigation of this and he's like but i'm doing my dig like i've got a thing going and she uh sparks his scientific curiosity and compels him like he can't not unknow you know like now that he's aware he must go forward with pursuing the truth and what really interests him is the um is this fascination of the locusts not attacking the biosyn crops? Yeah. And also, it's, it's, like, this is a locust that had been extinct. Where'd they come that's from? Right. So it, this is a dinosaur uh, locust. This is a dino locust. I mean, a, is it a dino? It was... Prehistoric. Yeah. So, fine. When I said there weren't really dinosaurs in the storyline, it's because of the locusts. If you consider them oh. dinosaurs, then fine. There are dinosaurs in the storyline. To me, it was locusts. And I also want to apologize. Uh, they did. They were in Jurassic Park three. They weren't in two. Okay. They, they were brought back for three. But um, did they fornicate? Not. No confirmation on whether they fornicated in that film. But uh, stay tuned. Okay. Thank you. I guess one of us has to watch Jurassic Park three <laughs> after this. Immediately yeah. after. I- Back to Laura Dern and Sam Neill, she mentions that she has an inroad into the Biosyn headquarters because she reached out to their old pal, Dr. Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum, who's working there. He's working he for doing? Biosyn. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is he like Great the house question. philosopher? <laughs> Basically, he's like lecturing and like tutoring up and coming scientists, like philosophically. Maybe he's like a bioethicist, which is a kind real of. position that all these companies seem to staff yeah. up these Yeah, days. and like a, kind of like a guru figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd hire him for that. <laughs> How's his, uh, is he still going full like uh, leather jacket, black rim specs? Yeah, and he's lecturing and it seems like a little bit off message. It seems like he's like kind of succumbed into this dino sitch. We'll come back to uh-huh. that. But for now, we'll go back to VDH and Chris Pratt. 
She contacts one of her old chums from the second movie who's now working at the CIA dinosaur unit and learns that it's most likely that if Maisie and Beta were taken, the place they were most likely taken to would be Malta, where there's an upcoming black market sale, kind of like what happened in two. Yeah. Malta. That's not too far from Italy. Correct. And and this secret illegal dinosaur auction in Malta uh, has been it's come like to flagged light. By the CIA. It's been flagged by the CIA dinosaur division. Yeah. Well, this is I'm just going to gloss over the sequence cuz it's action packed and there are dinosaurs in play, but basically various authorities raid the black market. BDH and Chris Pratt are there. They've arrived in Malta. Authorities raid the sale and predator dinosaurs are inadvertently released and causing havoc and like they have to be reined in and there are like other goons and bios and dunes and cia and like just authority figures and it's all just like a cluster of chaos and it's too late Maisie and beta are gone bdh and chris pratt find another contact of theirs through Chris Pratt, an old friend of his from the first movie, who's working, like, undercover in Malta as part of this, trying to figure out the sales and, like, close ranks on that stuff, all the black market stuff. Uh, Maisie and Beta are elusive. They are too late. And they learn that they're probably en route to Biosyn's Italian research facility they come into contact with Kayla, the pilot. She hears the, – because they're going around basically saying, like, have you seen this girl? I'm her mother. And when you say that when you say that they're being elusive, their captors are being elusive, right? They're yeah, still... I just mean, like, they went. They were too late. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so at first Kayla doesn't really give them any info, but then she starts feeling guilty, and she reapproaches them later and says, like, look, I could have intervened. Let me at least fly you there on my plane. So she has her own plane – with which she takes these freelance gigs. Okay. Shows a bit of humanity. Yeah. So cut back to Bielsen and Dern and Sam Neill. She tries to ask Goldblum, like, what's up? What's going on here? And he just like, parrots the party line, but then he whispers her in secret of where to go in the underbelly of the facility and like which container or like which whatever, like zone Z four, whatever, like where to locate some of this locust info. And she finds out that he's colluding with this other kind of party line guy to unearth the illegal activities of Campbell Scott. And that's why he's working there. Okay. Uh, he's also undercover. Yeah. In a sense. And one, and he's got a fellow mole. He's got a fellow spy in the organization. Yeah, who at first seemed like really gung ho. He's like, "Oh, Campbell Scott is such a revolutionary. It's just an honor to even be next to him." But they're in cahoots together. Does this person have a name? Ramsey. Ramsey, got it. Um. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Then they encounter B.D. Wong. He's working there as well. And he reveals that he genetically engineered locusts, and that's mm-hmm. why there's a resurgence of them. Um, but it went too, <laughs> of course he did. yeah. <laughs> but it went too far, and basically, um, the locusts are attacking non-biosyn crops, 
so that biosyn can essentially control the entire world's food supply. I see what you mean about not really being dinosaur focused. Right? Yeah, it's much more just like evil scientific biochem companies. Yeah, and the power and the power the the power of scientific technology, the the power of cloning or genetic technology, basically. Like what you can or can't do with it. Clone people, clone clone plants, clone locusts, clone dinosaurs, doesn't really matter. Well, BD really reveals a lot in this info dump, which is, okay, so before Maisie, she was questioning her identity. She's like, if I'm just a clone of someone else, am I even anything? I'm Mm. just like second rate version. I'm not, I don't stand alone. And I'm not a person. And he's Mm. like, let Mm -hmm. me tell you something about cloning. Well, this is before, this is, uh, pre-kidnapping she'd been in despair about it kind of having this existential crisis Mm -hmm. so what we learn from bd is that she's a dinosaur her her mother benjamin lockwood's daughter charlotte lockwood was a real revolutionary in dna and this type of biology that she herself like blue asexually gave birth to to Maisie. So she's not a clone. What? She's a birth baby. <laughs> she's, she's a Jesus, Jesus baby. There's Jesus left and right in this shit. But yeah. as an added component, Charlotte Lockwood, this mother slash yes. daughter of the head of the park, knew that she had a genetic disease that was going to make her life short-lived. And so she, okay. like manipulated the daughter's DNA to eliminate that gene. So she does not have it and will live like long and fine. So, but okay. But so she, she was like, I'm going to just like you know, pop one out. Yeah. <laughs> like, and before I do so, because I know I can just by, I don't know, clenching the right butt cheek muscles. I'm mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to inject my ovaries with something so that the one that I pop out doesn't have the problems that I have? Yeah, so I skipped over a bunch of stuff because I don't remember a damn thing from this movie, but Maisie, so she's there. She and Blue or Beta are taken to the Italian Camelscop facility. She gets out of her lair and, like, goes into the bowels of the facility at the same time Laura Dern and Sam Neill have, like, been given Goldblum's like VIP swipe card and been told where to go. So they they converge and they all converge with BD Wong. He tells them this, this asexually reproduced Jesus baby story. And she's like, oh, so my mom was just trying to like make weird science experiments on herself. And Laura Dern's like, no, I knew your mother back in the day. Like we were in that same scene. And I I didn't know her that well, but like I know she wanted to be a mother. Like she loved you. So the kid is affirmed of being like wanted and parented and all that cheesy stuff. Yeah. The kid, Maisie, is genetically identical to the mom. But not a clone, but identical because there is no one else. Like there's not the other parents' DNA making that combo. Um, right. But mm. she was spared of the bad gene of the disease, um, and and then the mom did die at a young age, uh, leaving her to be raised by her ostensible. Well, it was her real grandfather, but then she was told it wasn't her grandfather. She was just a clone. There's a lot of uh, mixed messaging for her, but yeah, 
asexually, Jesus baby, granddaughter, Cromwell, genetically cleared of this disease. And this will throw a wrench into it. B.D. Wong also says that um, the locusts that he made are, like, running to amok. He made a terrible mistake and shouldn't have done it, but they're, like, too far widespread. They He doesn't know how to call them back, but he believes that through Maisie and Beta's DNA, like, whatever this asexuality birth system is, he can make some sort of, like, antidote for the locusts. And if he gets that formula, he can, like, unleash that and it will like, spread amongst the locusts in the wild and, like, rain them in or kill them off. It's like a... Like a like a cloud of chemical that he has Basically, to spray or something? yeah. And then I okay. guess they'll, like, have it and spread it to each other. Like, that's the only way he can think of to take back what he has unleashed. So okay. some, some aspect, some genetic property that Maisie... And blue have? Beta. Beta. But beta is the... Right, they're the Jesus children. Yeah. So they are the two that were born of this asexual reproductive system. Yes. And because of that, something in them will allow him to make a good locust repellent? I don't know. That's what Wikipedia says. I don't remember. I don't know. And I just know that Campbell Scott wants both of them for his own nefarious research. But BD is trying to make lemonade out of it. Yeah, BD, uh, you've been doing this for like six movies. The next time someone tells you, BD, to like clone a thing and make a new species, like don't. It always turns out badly. And you're always like, what have I done? He's just like, I'm, I'm just a lab guy. Just uh, <laughs> give me a lab and I'll do the stuff. Oh, BD, when will you learn? <laughs> You should Never. go back to writing children's books, BD. I wish I understood this movie better. It could have been a lot funnier. But uh, alas, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> Campbell Scott wants them for nefarious purposes. Yeah. I, what more do we need? Um, back to Kayla, the pilot, BDH, and Chris Pratt. They're in flight in her cargo plane. They're in the Italian airspace, like, hovering over Biosyn, looking for a way to land undetected when uh, free-roaming dinosaurs attack the plane, flying ones, uh, and, like, the plane's getting, like, torn up and the back's open and... Uh, I think there's only one parachute, and BDH and Chris Pratt are, like, discussing in the midst of this catastrophe, like, who to go. And he's like, you need to go. You need to find her. You're her mother. So they're, the whole thing or the whole theme is like, what is parenthood and family. Mm-hmm. So she ejects, mm-hmm. and they have this, like, loving, uh, like, I'll promise I'll find you. She ejects with the parachute. Claire does? Yeah. BDH? Yeah. Okay. And Pratt and Kayla, the pilot, crash land. Were they? What about BD Wong? He's in the Biosyn lab. Oh, yeah. He's back right, with right. Dern and Maisie and Sam Neill. There's so many BDs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, so both combos, Chris Pratt and Kayla, they have to face off against their own like dinosaur attack and. Uh, BDH lands like she's caught in a tree high up with like the straps of her parachute and a dinosaur is like up in her face that kind of 
like I have to stay mm-hmm. still kind of vibe. So they deal with their own respective issues. Because like I said, there are dinosaurs in this and like they have their own like big moments such as these, but it has nothing to do with the story. It's just an obstacle. And there's no cool new dinosaur, no new mega uh, maybe at the Velocio end. I don't know if Rex it's new, but uh, it's a, gig- a gigantosaurus. <laughs> that's a bit later, though. Oh, okay. I think that's a real one. We'll get oh, there. I, I don't know. But yeah, there's not like a new, like, oh, we just made this new version, and it's like extra good. Not right. that. Okay. It's all locust as the, like the reconfigured thing. That's a problem. Ah, yes. The new, the locusts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after they deal with their own situations, they regroup, they lovingly find each other. Kayla's upset that her, like, prize baby plane has been destroyed, but she knows she did the right thing. Um, so now they're, like, on foot, trying to penetrate the lab, find the kid, and find Beta. Back to inside, Biosyn... Dern and Sam Neill do go into the, like, the sector that Goldblum instructs them to go. And so what she wants to do is find a, a sample, take a sample of the locust so she can prove to the government that Campbell Scott is doing this. She just wants to, like, walk away with evidence to, like, unveil his scheme. Mm-hmm. Simply showing that this locust was, like, bioengineered. And that, yeah, that he's, like, a global criminal mastermind that needs to be taken down. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a well-known, wealthy person who's protected and, like, can't, hasn't officially done anything wrong, is what you're saying. Yeah, like, this compound has been government-sanctioned. He's, like, known as a do-gooder. He's probably got funding. Yeah, totally. Like, research funding. Yeah. 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 So they just want to, like, show, um, he's actually trying to take over, uh, basically the entire world through food. All right. While they're down there, they do get the sample. This is where they find Maisie, who's, like I said, she's also, like, scampered out of her cell. They found BD. They've heard all this stuff. This is when Dern tells her, like, no, your mother wanted you. You were loved. Mm. Like, you're welcome into the world. Blah, blah, blah. So they try and escape together. Uh, and, like, sounding off the alarm. Like, there's video, like, there's someone down there that's not supposed to be there, sir, Campbell Scott. So there's, like, a lockdown in the facility. All that kind of stuff. Campbell Scott's like, lock it down. Yeah. Lock everything down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make me a dinosaur wife. Yeah. And then he it's starts incinerating some of the locusts to destroy evidence that is on site. Like, most of the locusts are in the world have been released, but this is the like on-site collection. And so he okay. tries to destroy them to be like, I didn't do it. There's yeah. no link, but he yeah. inadvertently yeah. starts like a forest fire surrounding the compound. Oh no. And that spurns an evacuation and all the dinosaurs like kind of stampeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll do that. Because yeah. they want to get away from the fire that yeah. he started. Yep. Yeah. But Dern has gotten the sample. Uh, and at this point, now both storylines converge. They all find each other. Maisie has a loving reunion with Pratt and BDA. She's like, you came for me. I can't believe it. And they're like, of course we did. We're your parents. And finally, she feels like truly affirmed as a family member. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's that's beautiful. Nice. 
yeah, and this is amidst a dinosaur stampede. They're able to have this moment. Slash forest fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that, like, when you said you was incinerating the locusts, I thought there was some sort of, like, you know, mechanism in the lab that he could just, like, you know, a destroy button or whatever. But when you said he started a forest fire, my, my mental image changed to him just, like, with a random flamethrower <laughs> running around on his own like a maniac being like, burn it, I don't know. It's not that. This is that, the best I can do. I, I don't have a plan. <laughs> All I know is that they all are in the group together and they're trying to figure out the code to get like past some some password door. And right. uh, Jeff Goldman was like, I-, I can figure it out. And he tries like all these different combos. Um, he's like, no, what's my birthday? Or like, what's his birthday? And meanwhile, Ramsey, who's still inside the facility, he can like hack in. Here's some hacking. He can like he can see them on the video. Um mm. And he does it from afar, but they don't realize it. And it's a, just some levity or Golden's like, I did it. I don't know how, but like, I did it. But really, it was Ramsey, his collusion partner from Fantastic. afar. I'm, yeah, I'm sure Goldblum knocked that one out of the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why you bring him in. <laughs> um. Okay, let's see. I mean, I'm really only hitting some milestones here. I, you know, I, I apologize. I'm usually much more detailed. I just, it's, I, there's nothing there. I, this if is you didn't say the... that, I don't know if I'd be able to tell the difference. Really? Totally. Hmm. Nope. Well. Um, th- it's more of an impressionist painting that you're, <laughs> you're doing today. Yeah. It's vibes and like some it's, slight detailing. So It's just vibes. It's just vibes today. Guys, this episode's all about vibes. <laughs> So, like, the dinosaurs are running amok from the facility. There's a fire going. Campbell Scott's trying to leave. He wants to take some of his valuable, like, dinosaur embryos, which, Jeremy, to your point, I guess, mm-hmm. would have led to some more mythology. Um, but you got to get the embryos. Yeah. But, unfortunately, he becomes trapped in a tunnel and is mauled to death by three of the rampaging dinosaurs. Ah. Campbell Scott. Yeah. But what happens to those embryos? Do well, they roll down a crevasse? And... They probably do, yeah. <laughs> but mm. to, to be seen in a later film. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Campbell Scott, I mean, Dern wanted to, like, expose him, but now it doesn't matter. I mean, I think he's kind of exposed himself. Yeah. But she does have but a he, sample. He can't, he can't face the music. So now it's just about t- using the sample to, like... Now they should deal with it. Yeah, problem solve. Troubleshoot, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so they're pretty much ready to go. And then, like, the our heroes, they've basically gone to the escape point. Um, but Chris Pratt turns back and says, no, I made a vow, a vow of honor, that I would also bring Beta. So they have to go back to try and find Beta. He, he did make that vow. He made it to... <laughs> blue yeah he did and it was honest yeah with his eyes and his words and his heart yeah yeah all right i mean let's be honest blue didn't understand the word part but yeah (laughs) it's mostly the eyes blue was just like why is this fucking guy staring at me he's always just staring at me i don't know what you mean i don't speak your language kid was just kidnapped i don't have time to waste on this jerk off and also i'm a raptor (laughs) i experience the world differently Get out of my face, Chris Pratt. <laughs> I'm also like, is this the point that I should slice his belly open and spill his guts on the ground? Or is it really it's still to. not time for that yet? I've been wanting to do it for years, waiting for my moment. That would be amazing if at the end of this movie, Chris Pratt brings Beta back to him, back to her, and he's like, 
I fulfilled my vow. <laughs> and then Blue just fucking ripped his stomach just wide open. Just I would wide. love that. <laughs> and then they both feasted on his innards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be, and then that score just comes in. There's just blood and prat guts just everywhere. That would be so good. Does not happen. I'd pay money for that. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike this movie, which I paid no money for, and I've asked Sam to recap <laughs> later. Well, despite uh, your dream scenario, it doesn't totally happen like that, but Pratt does no, find okay. and tranquilize Beta. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I promised your mother. Uh, so Beta's out to lunch. And yep. he's just, just like trot. He just cares. <laughs> Beta's ought to trot. <laughs> Take that out, you will. <laughs> I will. But as they're transporting Beta back to their escape vehicle, I don't remember. Oh, uh, they have a BIOS and helicopter waiting that Kayla is going to pilot. Um, so as they're going towards that, this is when the Gigantosaurus shows up, getting oh, in the way man. of the group and menacing it. And finally, I don't know if you've been waiting. I wasn't. But uh, per the applause from the crowd, I guess they were. Finally, the T-Rex shows up with another. Boom. Like another predator, which according to this list says Therizinosaurus. Don't know if that's real. That one. Yep. Uh, and the T Rex and partner slay the Gigantosaurus, leaving the path open for our heroes to get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Uh, yeah. Um... And they find BD. He's just kind of like flailing as he does, like, oh, God, my lab. And they are like, come to the chopper. Isn't it true that he's the only one who's been in all six movies? If sure. he's in all six, then oh, Bolum's not in all six? I don't think so. Hmm. Fascinating. I think I heard that. I think I heard Goldblum say that, actually. I don't think Goldblum's in three. Oh, that's a mistake. Beatty Wong's just, like, like right beside the helicopter being like, what do I do? Is he, do you have another lab I can work in? <laughs> Can I do some other stupidity that I, I will again. soon regret and maybe destroy the world? No effort yeah. of my own. Yeah. I keep... And this time I'll make good decisions. <laughs> keep causing cataclysms. Take me with you. Yep. They all get back stateside and Dern and Sam Neill. Oh, there's also been like, I think the kid is like, what's up with you two? Like, you're not married. And there's some like, haha, no, we're just old friends staring longingly type of moments in the midst of the chaos. Um, so that's been going on throughout. Now we're all back. And... You're talking about Dern and Sam Neill? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The kid was like, oh, you like? how long have you been together? Like that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and so Does they're all back. Does she ask if they fornicated? Or <laughs> that's something we've been trying to figure out. How long out? have you been boning? <laughs> I wish You're she old. had. I wish she had. Because inquiring minds desperately want to know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've been teasing us with this for like 30 years. <laughs> but maybe it's happened. I don't know. I just don't know. So he's meant to go back to his dig, and she's like, I get it. Like, I'm going to pursue this and like the locust stuff and my investigation into what all went wrong with Biosyn. <laughs> it would be cool if you came with me, but like, I get it. You have to go back to your dig. And then he does agree to go with her. And it seems like whether or not they have fornicated, they are about to fornicate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, 
so then they testify with Goldblum and Ramsey just revealing all of all of this about bias into In Congress, Congress and stuff. Yeah. Man, so, Goldblum has like a like a revolving door <laughs> ongoing pass to testifying to Congress. He just yeah. like shows up. He's like, guys, I got shit to say. And they're like, What's up? Sit down. Cancel everything. Yeah. yeah. It's pencil Goldblum. me in. <laughs> There's some Wait dinosaur chaos again. Again, again, again. Right. Um, Pratt, BDH, and Maisie return home, and as promised, he delivers Beta to Blue. They lock eyes, and it seems like Blue's not really that grateful and just is, like, dealing with Beta, and they scamper off, and Pratt just stands there, and then seconds later, Blue comes back and gives Pratt an, a grudging nod of respect. Not even grudging, just, a like, an acknowledgement. Like, you said the vow? Here we are. You did it. I was moved. Nice. I did tear up a little bit. Really? Yeah. Just at that, at that nod. That yeah. grudging nod of respect. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. They've been setting that up for a long time, so I'm glad it evoked an emotional response. <laughs> Minor. And, like, the kids now feeling at peace with being really part of their family. Not exactly sure where they landed on is she allowed out of the house anymore because mm. she still, like, whether she's a Jesus baby or a clone baby, there's still probably some probing that some, like, bad scientists would want to do on her. So, not sure where that stands. The, the like, whole we connection wrong. between... The like, whole connection between uh, Blue and, and Pratt made me think back just now to a much earlier episode of ours... Uh, the movie Rampage, mm-hmm. where it was, mm-hmm. wasn't it The Rock who had a particular relationship with one of the monsters? Yeah, it was the uh, the ape one, I believe. Yes. I also wept during that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow! 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 <laughs> All right, so 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 they're home, and then so that's the end. Or is um, there some, some... No, basically it's the end. But then we see BD. He has done whatever the hell he planned to do with. I don't really know how he found it because he. I thought he said it had to be through Maisie and Beta's DNA, but I don't think he's been poking around. Maybe he took a blood sample. Not sure, but he creates the formula, like the anti locust formula, and releases that pathogen, and they are destroyed as planned. And, like, the world can go back to cropping and farming as Good. it was. Thanks, PD. Um, now stop doing science. <laughs> Just stop. Yeah. That was the last what science you should do. No, don't do any more. You're and even. The last image, and I, I'm not even sure, like, what the message of it is supposed to be, but it just is various, um, like, animal trains joined in by dinosaurs so it would be like a herd of elephants and running alongside them are dinosaurs and then cut to canada geese flying yeah we have like pterodactyls joining in in their like v formation like a bunch of those sequences so i guess there's harmony now but like there are still t-rexes in the predator ones so what's up 